Jeremiah 3.15, And I will give you pastors according to mine heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Welcome to the podcast of the Kadesh Family Church, Newark Branch, a place where Jesus resides. Our main goal and purpose is to provide the solid foundation of Bible-based teachings for our day-to-day living. Preached to you by our residing pastor, Reverend Dr. Charles Osset. We hope you are blessed by the Word of God, and may your life never be the same. We walk by faith. We live by faith. We move by faith. With you, all things are possible. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Please be seated. You are blessed to be in church today. Amen. The entrance of his word bring forth light. You are going to receive light. Amen. Illumination is coming your way. Amen. You will not walk in darkness. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. A lot of things hide in darkness. But when the light comes, it exposes them. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The song that she sang, it's, 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 it's a scripture. Build your house. Okay. It is always easy to build on the sun. When you are building on the sun, it's very easy. You don't have to dig deep. You know what? Or you don't have to use a lot of strength to dig. You put noise there. You put noise there. But to build on a rock, you see, that, 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 that's, that's the meaning of that song. To build on a rock, you have to crack. You have to break things. So it's difficult. But it gives you a firm foundation. But as for building on the sun, oh, you take a shovel. You can dig your foundation with a shovel. But if it's a rock, you have to use excavator, I mean, whatever, pickaxe or whatever, to crack it. Because you are building on a rock. Because when the, the rain will come, that's when the rain will come. So it depends on the foundation. So all that, that song ministers to you and I is that try to avoid shortcut and nice and easy things. It will catch up with you. That's the meaning of that song. Try to avoid shortcut and nice. It will catch up with you. Yeah. To build on a rock. You see, let me tell you something. To build on a rock is to go to school for a long time. I beg you. I say to build on a rock, it means what? That's building on a rock. You'll be broke for a long time. You have nothing for a long time. You struggle for a long time. But you are building on a rock. That's what it means. But to build on the sand, oh. Let's take some 12 month or six and a half month course. Certification. Within three months, you are making money. What do you know? You are built on the sand. As soon as the rain begins to come, marriage, pregnancy, children, bills, those are the rains that you see. <laughs> I'm preaching. Then the rain has come. Diapers. Rain has come. <laughs> huh? School fees. Rain has come. College fees. Rain has come. Then you begin to, daycare. Rain has come. Then you begin to see whether your house will stand because you wanted to impress people early. 
friends in this work here. I had friends. They all went to a good school in Ghana. Not the best school, but a good school. I want to clap. The best, you all know the best. Me, me and him went to the best. Everybody else went. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he went to a good school. And now when they came, two of them, I remember, clearly. I was 19. When did I get me? 95, yeah. 1995. Oh, yeah. I remember. One guy decided to make quick money because when he was coming, he bought, he bought a plot. So he found out the quickest. You see, please, when I say I'm not dis disrespecting any job, sometimes when I say this, people think I'm disrespecting their profession. Please, understand what I'm saying. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. I have to use something as an example, but don't, don't say that, oh, I don't respect it. Yes. See, that, it makes it difficult to preach. Yes. Thank you very much. No, I'm, I'm sorry. You see, if you had made a mistake, I said that you had made a mistake and let the children go on the right path. There's two friends, they're two friends of mine. As soon as they came, one of them decided to drive a cab. Yes, you're working, you know what I'm telling you. We're classmates, they decided to drive a cab. And I mean, of course, pick money. It was good money. Within six months, he, has, he started digging a house in Kumasi. Good money. And the other one decided to do pharmacy. The rock. He, was, he was broke for a long time. Two classmates, they all did A-level. They all got good degrees in A-level. I'm telling you. True story, I'm telling you. He was broke for a long time. He did pharmacy. He did pharmacy in America, you'll be broke. Not today, not tomorrow. But for a long time. He was broke for a long time. The other guy was making quick money. But you don't understand. See, but after a period of time, when they both, after a period of time, he realized, he realized that he had built on the sun. Because the guy graduated and became a pharmacist. Started making good money. This job that he was doing, there's no pay raise. Driving a cab, there's no pay raise. Uber has come. It is a job that catches up with you with age. Because at a certain age, there's a number of time you can sit on your back. Uh, please, don't, I'm not, don't, don't, I'm, I hope you understand what I'm saying. I'm not disrespecting anybody. You. But it comes to a point, you can, there's a length of time that you can sit on your back. Yeah. So, and, and you see, and, and the reason why I am saying that is that when we came first, because he started driving cab, he started making good money. So I remember like Memorial Day, we'll go to his apartment, big screen television. All of us didn't have television. He had a big screen television. <laughs> we were broke, our wives were broke. He had girlfriends. <laughs> yeah. I remember Memorial Day, we'll go and sit in the south, big screen television. All of us were happy. But now what's the big screen television? So later on, it took something later on. After 10 years or so, one day he decided to go to school. I'm a better lady than never. Yes. There's something called mystery correction. Yes. Yes. I like to do mystery correction. You see, this is not be my message, but learn to do mystery correction. Yes. If something is wrong, just one day decide, look, 
It's a sign of humility. So he decided to do a midstream correction. So he also decided, okay, me too, I'll go to pharmacy school. And I remember one night he called me and said, hey, study pharmacy with two children and a wife is noisy. I'm studying physics. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because to read faces, when a child is crying, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he persevered. That's, what, that, but that's, that's what I like about him. He decided, look, I've made a mistake. And he did, he did a midstream correction. Yes. And he persevered. In the long run, he also made it. Yes. Uh, of course, it's better, day, better late than never. Yes. But you see, the message is build your house on a rock. Amen. To go to school for a long time is building your house on a rock. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. I, I said, those of you, let me tell you. <laughs> As a rule of thumb, you understand what the rule of thumb is? You understand the rule of thumb? As a rule of thumb, your income is proportional to the length of study. Amen. It's a rule of thumb. Okay? Do you understand what I said? Yeah. Somebody goes to school for three years, and you go to school for seven years. The seven years went more than the three years. Yeah. So the longer you go to school, the more you earn. It's a rule of thumb. Yeah. So any call that says 18 months, you are done. Think about it carefully. Yeah. Especially in America. Okay? It's parallel. If you see somebody who's a neurosurgeon, okay, it means he went to college for four years. After college, he went to medical school for another four years. After medical school, he did residency, a prelim surgery. He did surgery for another four years. How many years is that? After 12 years, he went to specialize in fellowship in neurosurgery for another two years. Sometimes three years. How many years is that? Fifteen. Sometimes I have to publish a paper. How many years is that? Sixteen. Sixteen after college. Add it to it. So when you, when you see his first paycheck, 512,000, don't be angry. <laughs> and you, you started at 22 an hour. I'm just explaining the song she sang. Yeah. Build your house. Because that's what they rain. See, they rain, they will come. Rain? Bills? Diapers? Formula. You have this child that he doesn't like uh, he doesn't like breast milk. Even he doesn't like infamil. He wants alimentum and nutrimigen. <laughs> Very expensive. Because you have this baby, if you give him, if you give him a, the one that they give by a week, what's the one? No, week doesn't give him like week give a ice meal. No, no ice meal. Good start. Carnation good start. The child doesn't like that one. He wants nutrimigen. So build, tell your neighbor, build your house on a rock. Anyway. Mm. Yeah, shut up. Your, wait, uh, 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 I, I ate cocoa. You, you, you ate cocoa. He cannot eat cocoa. 
Kata koko ye stada bus. Anyway, so that's just explaining the song. Build your house on a rock. All right. Wonderful. And um, we're going to do something very important. This, the Bible says that, the Bible says that um, bodily exercise profited little. Okay? But godliness or spirituality is profitable into all things. Hallelujah. So what it means is that there is some degree of profit in exercise. Show that verse so they won't say I'm making it up. There's some degree of profit in exercise. Hallelujah. Being spiritual is the best. For godly exercise profited little. There's some profit in it. See, try, try to be rich in a lot of things. Don't be broke in everything. Hallelujah. So one of the things that I do, at least so long as I'm your pastor for now, is that I always do a weight loss program in the spring to summer. Some of you are, oh, I beg you. So everywhere I have pastored, we do a weight, a biggest loser challenge. So we are going to start the biggest loser challenge in this church. So we are starting. We are, we are going to start. We are going to start in April. It's a three. It's a it's a twelve week program. It's a twelve week program. Three months. Hallelujah. We are going to see the winner. The winner was. <laughs> so the program includes diet and exercise. Hallelujah. What is it? The price. Don't worry. It's a special price. Hallelujah. I want to prepare you that so that we start in the spring so that by the summer you can wear shorts. <laughs> Hallelujah. And your heart will be fit. Amen. Amen. So we are going to start the enrollment. Actually, we're going to start. Where's my nurse? Hannah is not here. I hope she comes. Good. We're going to, I need some two nurses. And uh, Brother Wiz is going to take us through the exercise part of it. <laughs> interested in it. I said, how many are interested in it? And there will be a diet part of it. Hallelujah. <laughs> Please. There's going to be a dietary part. There's going to be a dietary part. Uh, nutritional part. Um, exercise part. You know, and all the other aspects of it. Amen. So we're going to do it. It's a, three, it's a 12 week program. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So you come in, you weigh. You weigh on our scale, not your scale. <laughs> <laughs> so that you don't. Don't bring your weight. <laughs> we have to weigh you on our scale. And then we take it from there. Hallelujah. Amen. Is it a good exercise? Yes. You think you're going to do it? Yes. It's 12 weeks, starting in April. So 12 is no, when? So yes. So next week we'll bring the scale. We'll start with the, the weighing will be the weighing is done in church with our scale. Don't cheat. 
Hallelujah. Amen. Wonderful. Amen. Amen. Good. All right, that's my announcement, right? Yes. You like, do you like it? Yes. Do you think you have a, are you happy to have a pastor who is interested in your physical well-being as well? Yes. Yeah. You should, be, you, should be, you, should, you should clap for me. Because I'm interested in your physical well-being. You see, I'm interested in your whole well-being, both physical, spiritual, in all aspect of it. A lot of us are dying from heart problems. You understand what I'm saying? A lot of us are dying from heart problems. One of the things that we also do is we do screening. We're going to do that too. And some we're going to do a health screen. Blood pressure, glucose, eyesight. I do all that. Yeah. <laughs> so we do all that, okay? Hallelujah. Wonderful. Father, we thank you for this church. Bless our efforts in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, let's learn our best. First Corinthians 2 2. One, two, go. One more time. So let's say the first part. The first part says, For I determine not to know anything among you. Go. For I determine not to know anything among you. Say it again. Say it again. And the second passage, save Jesus Christ and him crucified. Save Jesus Christ and him crucified. Again. Save Jesus Christ and him crucified. So let's say one, two. One more time. Okay, off the screen. Go. Good job. Hallelujah. All right. I'm going to start another series about your heart. Your heart. Your heart. Your heart. Hallelujah. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23. I'm talking about an encouraging heart. Okay? For those of you who want the title, encouraging heart. Proverbs 4, 23. Go. It says, keep thy heart with all diligence. For out of it are the issues of life. Amen. Amen. Keep your heart with all diligence. For out of it are the issues of life. Give me another version. Let's read all verses. New Living Translation. What does it say? NLT. Above all else, guard your heart, for it affects everything you do. Above all else, guard your heart. Guard your heart, for it affects everything you do. Hallelujah. Amen. What does the message Bible says? Keep 
vigilant watch over your heart. That's where life starts. Keep vigilant. Okay? Watch over your heart. That's where life starts. Do you have the amplified version? We're just reading the Bible. Keep and guard your heart with all vigilance. And above and above all that you guard. For out of it flow the springs of life. Hallelujah. The Bible says, you see, the Bible says, guard your heart. Keep diligence. Because out of your heart flows life. Out of it flows life. So, life comes from your heart. So, guard it. Your heart is very, very important. Because your life is determined by the state of your heart. Hallelujah. I bet if I come to your house now, if I come to your house now, I may see some pots and pans. I may see some soda. I may see some bread lying somewhere. But I am not likely to see your passport. I am not likely to see your bank card because they are precious. So because so because they are precious, you don't leave them anywhere. You keep and you guard them. But the bread on the fridge, you don't care. But your passport, you guard it. Your bank account, you guard it. Even though the account is empty, you still guard it. <laughs> And the Bible is saying that your heart is so important. Out of it flows the issues of life. Hallelujah. So protect your heart. Protect your heart. Don't let your heart get contaminated. You see, your, your life comes from your heart. So it means that when your heart gets contaminated, your life gets contaminated. So do everything possible you can to guard your heart. Your head, your head can mess up, but don't let your heart mess up. Amen. Your head can mess up, but don't allow your heart to be messed up. Because your life proceeds from your heart. Hallelujah. Look, just that is it's even in the natural. The most. Let me ask you, as student. So I ask you, BJ, are you arts or science? Hmm? Art, so I can ask you. If you, BJ, go, comes out of the road and you see somebody lying on the road and he has been shot and the person is bleeding from the leg and lying down, can't move, can't breathe, he's just bleeding, a lot of blood and just lying still. Not breathing, just like, not breathing. No, no moving, just lying down and blood is gushing out. What would be the first thing you would do? You, you, you can help. What will you do? Let's say you have the ability to help. What will you do? 
Give me a microphone. What will you do? I'll put my hand on the wound. You put your hand on the wound. Very good. What will you do? Press it. Huh? Press it with my. You press the wound, right? You stop to to stop to to stop the bleeding, right? What will you do? I like tear a cloth, like something I haven't tied, like around the part that is uh, the that the gunshot is. Yes, taking it a step higher. They will apply direct pressure to the wound. He is going to go to a tonic, which is a higher level. I will apply pressure to the point of the bleed so that the, the bleeding doesn't come. So he's even more advanced than them. These two said they will just put pressure. But he said that no, 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 no. I want to tie. That's the tonic. Something above the source. Okay? So he's advanced. Anybody else? <laughs> no, no, you can help. No, 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 you can help. No, you have the ability to help. Okay, any more science students here? I'm going to ask you. Think about it. What are you going to do? Oh, uh, probably I'll look for where the blood. Maybe the one that shot him. No, no, forget about the one who shot him. You are saving the person's life. Your aim is to save the person's life. Oh, uh, so I'll just strip off my clothes. And apply. You also apply pressure. Phyllis, what will you do? I would also rip off a piece and tie it around. You tie it up. Stacy, what will you do? I would do the same. I would, and tie it up. You tie it up. All of you, very good. So by the time you tie it up and you stop the bleeding, the person is dead. <laughs> Have you seen? Thank you. Have you seen? Yes, yes you, finish, you stop the bleeding. But by the time you free the bleeding, the person is dead. You have stopped a dead man from bleeding. <laughs> so, so, what is the first thing you're supposed to do? I, no, you can call now, but before now one comes, you have everything to do. Thank you. CPR. CPR. Very good. You attend to the heart face. Make sure that the person is heart is pumping. If you stop, check the pulse and stop pumping. Okay? And if you can stop the bleeding, you can at the same time. But the most important thing is the heart. Because you can stop the bleeding, but the person is dead. Wow. <laughs> Do you know what I said? That is why they say the first thing you do is the airway, breathing circulation. So check the pulse. If there is no pulse, start chest compression. Yes, they can. You, you are only one person. When another person, you can do the bleeding. If you have two, the person, the second person can attend to the bleeding. But you, if you are alone, the first thing you do, even though he's bleeding, is what? Check the if there's no pulse, because the heart is the most important thing. You may save the limb, but the heart is dead. That is why I say, God. Your heart. Guard your heart. It is better to get the person to breathe and walk as an amputee. You will choose an amputated person who is living than two legs that is dead. So guard your heart. Hallelujah. Because your heart is important. Hallelujah. That's why he says, keep your heart with all diligence. Give me the new living. For out of it are the issues and nothing. 
everything proceeds from your heart. Hallelujah. So, it means that, it also means that the quality, the type of, you see, the type of life you live is dependent on the type of heart you have. I said the type of life you live is dependent on the type of heart you have. Are you hearing me? Yeah. Some, some, the reason, some, the reason why maybe you cannot do uh, 15 push-ups or 20 jumping jacks or run is because of your heart condition. That's all. That is why you walk from here to here in this because your heart is weak. So you see that the quality of your life is dependent on the type of heart you have. When you have a good heart, you have a good life. Are you hearing me? Yeah. The reason why you cannot run up and down, you do something small, uh, is the heart. Are you hearing me? Just yes. by this way. That's what I'm doing. The, that's why we are doing the three months weight loss. Yes. So that the goat meat will go down small. Yes. <laughs> Too much cholesterol. <laughs> Your heart. I'm serious. That is why you cannot run up and down. Hallelujah. Yes. You are only 35, but you get tired easily. No, no, it's not because. You see, there are 65 year old men who can run a mile because they maintain their heart. So this is your attitude. Oh, wait, Tima no survive. Bring the cheese. Sorry, keep on chewing. Hallelujah. I'm giving you the power. So in the same way, spiritually, the life you lead depends on the heart you have. That is why you have to be protect your heart. The Bible says, guard your heart. Guard your heart. That's why all resuscitation, everything about the heart first, the heart first. At first, they say even when you meet, initially the old teaching was breathing. But there's no breathing now. Now it's heart. Push hard, push fast. At least 120 a minute. Hallelujah. So guard your heart. Let me tell you something. Guard your heart. That's what the Bible says. Hallelujah. Because your life, it affects, it, says, for it affects everything you do. Yeah. 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 I, you know, keep it, keep it healthy. 80 bits per minute. Papa, working. It's a different type of heart from the one that started with. Uh-huh, that's why we are tired so easily. May God give you a good heart. May you not suffer from any heart attack. We drive away cardiac arrest and heart diseases. May the Lord give you the wisdom and the spirituality to maintain a good heart. I, I'm serious about it. You need both the wisdom and the spirituality. Hallelujah. Got it. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. 
See, and, 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 and just as there are types of heart physically, there are also types of heart spiritually. I'm talking about a spiritual heart. Please guard it. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me give you some examples of hearts in the Bible. Ezekiel chapter 11 verse 19. Or even before we go there. You see? Okay, Ezekiel. Go. And I will give them singleness of heart and put a new spirit within them. I will take away their, their hearts of stone and give them, give them the King James, here from us, King James, and give them tender hearts instead. God is saying, and I'll give them one heart, and I'll put a new spirit within you. I will take the stony heart out of their flesh, and will give them a heart of flesh. There is a, a type of heart called stony heart. Yeah. Stone! God says, I cannot bless you, because your heart is stone. So for me to bless you, I have to take away the stony heart, and give you a heart of flesh. Because when your heart is stone, God cannot bless it. What is a stony heart? A stony heart is a hard heart. Stone is hard. An unbelieving heart. Your heart doesn't believe anything. Stony. Nothing. You don't believe anything. Nothing can penetrate. You have this hard, stony. When you are even preaching the word of God, you are like a rock of ages. No. Get a heart of flesh. Amen. A heart that can be blessed. Amen. Some of you, your heart is stone. So cold. Nothing penetrated. Listen, look, a stony heart is an unbelieving heart. Even when the pastor says, God will bless you, you say, what is it? <laughs> Easily translated. We've had it. We've had it over and over again. Easily translated. We've had it over and over again. God will promote you. No, you don't believe it. You are destroyed. And God said, look, I cannot work with you. For God to bless you, he must give you, let me tell you something, it is better to have a believing heart. Amen. I say it's better to have a heart, a believing heart than an unbelieving heart. You don't lose anything by believing. Amen. I'm preaching. I say you don't lose anything by believing. Amen. So stop being an unbeliever. Stony. God said, look, I have to take that heart out. Your heart is too hard. We seem not to believe this. Give and it shall be given. I don't believe it. You don't believe anything. You don't believe anything. That is why your life is not moving forward. You just shall live by faith. You must have a heart of flesh. A heart that believes God, that God can do it. Amen. Even though I have been through this problem, God can heal. Amen. God can save. Amen. Don't give up on God. Have a believing heart. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm preaching to us. You, are preaching. you see, with God, all things are possible. Yes. So stop saying that, well, I, I, well it, it is, no, 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 believe God. Amen. Don't limit God. Believe in miracles. Tell you never believe in miracles. I'm serious. Ask for me, I believe in miracles. Oh, hey, me, I believe in miracles. Me, me and miracles, I believe it. Look, I believe that you are not supposed to live on your paycheck alone. I believe it. I believe it. Do you believe it also? 
Believe it don't, don't leave. I don't believe in paycheck alone. I believe that God will supply all my needs. So my needs goes beyond. God's, God's supply goes beyond my paycheck. Are you hearing me? You believe it too? Yeah, he's, my, he's, my, he's my son. I believe in it. Listen to me. You have to believe. Take away the stony heart. Tell your neighbor, take away the stony heart. Be a believer. Believe that your husband can change. I said, believe that your husband can change. Believe that one day he will wake up and suddenly you say, honey, what do you want? <laughs> yeah, miracles happen. I said, miracle happens. Believe that one day he will wake up and say, today sit down, I'm cooking. <laughs> I preach it. Believe it. Have faith that one day, one day, one day he will say, look, I, I, I'm cleaning the house, I'm cooking. Believe that one day he will come for home and say, I have something for you. Have a believing heart. Have a believing heart. Don't say that. This is a shanty man. No. <laughs> yeah. That, it's like take away. Hallelujah. It's Tony Hart. Amen. Are you hearing me? Yeah. Because some people have stony heart. Hallelujah. See, and some people also have sorrowful heart. See, don't is it sorrowful heart? A heart is that's always sad. Please listen to me carefully. It's not a good heart. And I'll tell you something. Sorrowful. I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something. Everybody here. There is a you, you everybody here. There you have you have a good reason to be sad about something. Everybody. If you, there is always a good reason to be sad about something. Forgive. No, there's a good reason. Every, see, there's a good reason to be sad about something. Hallelujah. Everybody has a good reason to be sad about something. You can point to something and be sad about it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There are so many things you can be sad about. Because life has ups and downs. You can, you, you can suddenly look at something and be sad. Oh yeah. Everybody. So you're not the only one who has the right to be sad. Everybody has a good Oh yeah. No, no. All of us can be sad about something. Everybody here can tell you, I'm your pastor. There is something in your life that if you look, you can be sad about. Yeah. Hallelujah. Everybody in this church, I can tell you. Including even these little ones who don't pay bills. Is that something you can be sad about? Huh? Is that something you can be sad about? Those of you here, something you can be sad about? Yeah, and, and they don't pay bills. They are not married. They don't pay bills. Two problems that you are sad about, they don't have it, but yeah. <laughs> but there's something they can be sad about. Because everybody, there's something you can be sad about. Because you see, life has its ups and downs. Amen. Amen. There's always a good reason to be sad. Yes. You see, anybody see some people have a sorrowful heart. Mm. Everything they are sad about. 
Everything you are sad about. Let me tell you something. What you are sad about, if you care to talk to your neighbor about it, you realize that his may be worse. And he's smiling. You'll be surprised that his is worse. Are you hearing me? Yeah. Yeah. But he's smiling. So, so, so you can be sad about a lot of things. If you choose to. You choose to. All of us have a good reason. Because you have a sort of heart. Yeah. Everything is a problem. You're not the only one going through the problem, I'm telling you. Hallelujah. The fact that, the fact that um, somebody is jumping and dancing does not mean their pocket is as empty as yours, but they are jumping and when they are singing the president and against dancing, I mean, it does not mean he has it all, all put together. He just has a joyful heart. So, in spite of the problems, I will rejoice. Amen. Amen. Some of you are too, you're too much, you're too, you dwell too much on your problems. Sorrowful heart. There is a good reason. Look, everybody here, there's a good reason to be sad. If you want to look at it, there's a reason for be sad. Even a pastor, there's a good reason to be sad. Reverend, yeah, even me as a pastor, there's a good reason to be sad. Oh, yeah. I mean, as a pastor, sometimes you can preach how the people don't change. If you think about it, you'll be sad. Oh, yeah. As a pastor, you preach. You have given windows. You have fried the message. You have marinated it. You have cooked the message. Still, they won't change. I mean, if you think about this, you will be sad. I'm wasting my time. But you don't have to think about it. Because some are changing. Hallelujah. Yeah. There's always a good reason to be sad. What you are sad about, ask your classmate. You got 58 and you are sad. They got 52. (laughs) Is somebody hearing me? Yeah. Hallelujah. You don't know your nervous problem. You don't know. See, but see, so live away from a sorrowful heart. Amen. Amen. Because I tell you, the condition of your life, and, and I'm saying it, don't forget. You see, I, I'm saying it, okay? Carefully and slowly, the condition of your heart determines your life, not the, not the state of your bank account. What really determines your life is the condition of your heart, not your bank account. Amen. I'm saying it carefully. What really determines your life is the condition of your heart, not your bank account. Because there are people with fat bank account, but they have a sorrowful and a depressed heart. That's why they kill themselves. So it's not their money. It's the condition of your heart. Yeah. Are you hearing me? Life, is, life has never been determined by your bank account. It's the condition of your heart. Yeah. That is why you see people, I mean, they have nothing, but they are happy. They are going. And then you see somebody, you see, you see, because you see, when you have a, a depressed heart, it doesn't matter the figure you see. Life is still meaningless. 
Are you hearing me? Yes. Yeah. That is why, you see, that is why the Bible is saying that your heart is so important, guard it. Don't contaminate it. Make sure you have the best of hearts. Because when your heart is sport, your life is sport. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. So don't have a sorrowful heart, stony heart. Hallelujah. Is somebody hearing me? Yeah. Second Corinthians 8.16. I'm giving you types of hearts. The caring heart. Second Corinthians 8.16. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. But thanks be, Paul was speaking about titles. But thanks be to God which put the same earnest care into the heart of Titus for you. But thanks be to God, which put the same earnest care into the heart of Titus for you. There's also another type of heart called a caring heart. Thank you. Thank you. There is something called a I'm giving you types of hearts. I'll go into it. A caring heart. A heart that cares. Not everybody cares. So Paul was saying, look, Titus has a special heart. As for Titus, he cares. If you have Titus as a pastor, he cares about you. Titus cares about your fees, your health, your children. That's a caring heart. It's not his problem, but he cares about you. Because not everybody cares. As a matter of fact, most people are selfish. Yeah. Okay. Most people are selfish. But you see, there's something called a caring heart. A heart that is concerned about you. About your children, your marriage, your school. The person is not your sister or your brother, but you care. You care. You care. You have a caring heart. Some of us, some of us, unless it's your own, you don't care. Preaching. Be a 
can't say that about your own. You can't live with anybody else. Help us, Lord. Help us. Yes. It's your husband's relatives. I mean, your husband is, is his only source of hope for the future. If he does not help you, who else will help you? Nobody. He's the Joseph of the family. Thank you. He, all that he's sending is some two hundred dollars so that that poor child can go to school. Well, if you say two hundred dollars, then I also need five hundred dollars. Oh, please! <laughs> I'm preaching, and I'm preaching by the Holy Spirit. Hey, you see, that's why your own is not doing well because you don't care. You don't care for others. You expect God to take care of your own. That's why your children are going wayward. You protect them, but they are not uh, turning out to be any better because you don't care for others. Caring out. I had that case. I say, I had that case. A heart that is willing to take care of somebody else. Amen. Titus, care for you. Amen. I care, look, it is very nice. Let me tell you something. It is very nice to be married to a caring wife. Hey. Wow. I'm preaching. I'm preaching, brother. It is very nice to be married to a caring wife. Because not all wives cares. They are a, she may be a caring mother, but not a caring wife. <laughs> I said she may be a caring mother, but not a caring wife. A caring wife. She cares about you. Are you okay? Make sure that you are happy. You are sad, she encourages you. A caring wife, you know that look when your waist is hurting, she will massage it nicely for you. A caring wife, a caring wife, a caring a wife who cares for you. I'm not talking about a caring mother. There's a between a caring mother and a caring. Yes, they are caring mothers, but are they caring wives? They are caring mothers. They are caring mothers because in the night when the child sleeps, they wake up. They get up. That's a caring mother. But when you stretch your hand in the night, you see, they respond to the need of the child because it's a caring mother. But they don't respond to your need because it's not a caring wife. I'm preaching. Married to a caring wife. I say it's nice to be married to a caring wife. Look, I have experienced a caring wife. 
Ghost every time. <laughs> every time, every time I've gotten sick. I don't get every time I get sick. I said the person is more interested in my sickness than myself. He said, so don't eat the do it. She cares more about me. About the sickness. I don't, I don't even take the sickness serious. She takes it more serious than me. That's a caring wife. It's, it's, it's a difference. Hallelujah. Caring wife. A wife who cares. A wife who knows that you are sad. And can sense. Hallelujah. Yeah. And I keep, I keep on telling wives all the time. See, when a man is not doing well, he knows himself. So don't reinforce it. I'll say it again. The guy knows that, look, he's struggling himself. He knows that the job is not okay. So the last thing he needs is your mouth to add to it. You lazy man, go and look for a job. Don't you think he knows already? <laughs> Every day you are sleeping. Don't you think he knows already? <laughs> I'm preaching. Don't, do you think he's happy about the condition of things? No. He's not happy. He's sad about it. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. A caring heart. Okay. A caring heart. A heart that cares. Hallelujah. Yeah. I mean, it's sad to say, but it's, it's, it's up for debate. But it's, it's up for debate. But I personally think more, men are more caring than women. Without controversy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 I personally think so. I personally think so. Because you see, shh, I've seen, I personally think so because based on my observation, like, men are more tolerant to strangers and foreigners than women. Let me continue preaching. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. I'm serious. That is why, listen, that is why even most of you women, most of you women will prefer to work for a man than for another woman. Most ladies will prefer to have a male boss than a female boss. That one is. A caring heart. Touch your neighbor and say, May you receive a caring heart. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, another heart. It's a melodious heart. A heart of melody. Ephesians 
Ephesians 5.19. Speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Okay? Making melody. There is something called a melodious, joyful, a heart of happiness. May you have a melodious heart. I said, may you receive a melodious heart. See, let me stay here a little bit, okay? Let me tell you something. Depression is not a mood, it's a spirit. Fight depression with a melodious heart. A heart of melody. A heart that sings. Make a melody. Make a melody in your heart. Because depression is not a mood. It's a spirit. Hallelujah. Yeah. It's not a mood. It's a spirit. Hallelujah. Yeah. Bring It brings... You see, when you are depressed, low self-esteem. Low self-esteem. You become paranoid. You don't believe in anything. You think you are worthless. And let me tell you something. Low self-esteem to the point that you begin to cut yourself. You, say, um, you don't cut yourself because of you are emotionally down. It's a spirit. That was the madman of Gadara. He lived among the tombs and cutting himself. When you begin to cut yourself, a demon is possessing you. I see a lot of things. I'm cutting myself. No, it's a demon. I bind that spirit in the name of Jesus. No child will cut. Nobody will cut themselves. To relieve their pain. I curse it in the name of Jesus. Rather, a melodious heart. The Bible said that an evil spirit affected King Saul. And they brought David. And when David began to play the harp, the evil spirit departed. So instead of living in a, a melodious, a, a, a depressed state, begin to sing spiritual songs. Make a melody in your heart. Like the song that he said, He has given me the oil of gladness, a garment of praise, a shiny crown, and glory in the place of despair. Hey. Yeah. Because you see, look, and, and I'm serious. I can give you it's, it's, it's a demonic spirit. It operates in an environment of isolation. When the devil wants to get you depressed, he isolates you. Don't talk to anybody. You are by yourself. You see, let me tell you, when you are by yourself and you don't talk to anybody, you begin to hear things. He speaks to you. Yes, because if you are by somebody, you talk. So he isolates you. You don't talk to anybody. You stay by your room all by yourself. You are moody. And you begin to hear. Yeah. You begin to hear things. Nobody likes you. Nobody cares about you. Everybody is selfish. Nobody knows how, what you are going through. Who says, who, who says that you are unique? There's nothing you under the sun. But you see, the problem that the, the, the spirit is that, you see, go, you see the madman of Gadara, the, the Bible said, and the demons pulled him out of people and put him in a cemetery alone by himself. That's where they began to speak to you. So any talk that said that don't talk to anybody, go to your room, isolate yourself, don't let them know a demon is speaking. Yes. 
So that he will attack you. Are you hearing me? And don't, you see, don't, don't, that thing, that thing that said that, well, because I've been hurt before, now I am enclosed. No. People have let you down. That's no means you shut up. Amen. Just as some people let you down, some people can let you up. Amen. So don't shut up. Don't shut down. Don't shut down. That, that thing is the devil. I'm speaking. It's the devil. You're always by yourself. Don't talk. This is when you are, you see, let me tell you something. When he isolates you, then he has access to your ears. Yes. Then he will talk to you. Yes. Nobody cares about you. You are useless. You don't care. They don't, this, this family, they don't think about you. Your mom and dad, they don't care about you. Then, then you begin to cut yourself. Yes. I bind that spirit. Yes. I say, I bind that spirit. Yes. Right now, when you get a place of music, Yeah. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Because of the spirit. Don't accept depression. Don't accept isolation. Don't say that people have let me down so now I won't talk to anybody. No. Just as somebody lets you down, somebody will let you up. I'm talking about a very spiritual thing. When the devil wants to kill you, he will isolate you. And by the way, by the way, just in case you don't know, suicide is one of the most selfish decisions. I'll explain to you. Suicide is one of the most selfish decisions. Because you are only thinking about yourself. But if you are thought about what will happen to the people you are leaving behind. What will talk to what, 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 I mean, how will the people that you are leaving behind, how will they take it? The accusations, the suspicion, the depression. Have you thought about the other people? You're only thinking about yourself. Why you are not happy? Why you are tired? Why I want to live? Why I want to die? What about the other people? Do you think about themselves too? You are selfish. I'm telling you, suicidal people are selfish. They're only concerned about themselves. But what about the others? The people you are leaving behind. Bind the spirit of suicide. Yeah. I cast the spirit of suicide. Yeah. You will live and you will not die. Yeah. You will see the joy and the glory of God. Yeah. You will be happy in life. Yeah. Let me tell you, you don't need antidepressants. You need you need wrong canoli. You need don't yeah. You need either music. Yeah. Play either life. Yeah. You say that you don't need any medicine because it's a spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Like I told a certain wife in New York. He was complaining about oh, his husband. Her husband nowadays, in the night, he can't perform. So, Reverend, do you think I should try and get him some Viagra? I said, no. He doesn't need Viagra. He's, he's, it, is, it is your mouth. Hey. <laughs> hey. 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 I said, the man does not need Viagra. I said, look. One, one of the commonest cause of ED is depression. Yeah. Erectile dysfunction comes from depression. So he's not performing because he's depressed. He doesn't need Viagra. Change your mouth and the thing will rise again. 
A mouth is doing some work. Hey, there are children here. Let me preach. But they know things. Resurrection power. That's resurrection power. But your mouth has killed the resurrection power. <laughs> Depressed. Hallelujah. Yeah. Listen, have a joyful heart. Is somebody hearing me? I say, have what? I say, have what? I say, have what? Yes. Melodious. Melodious. Proverbs chapter 17, verse 22. Proverbs 17, 22. A merry hat. Have you seen it? A hot hat? Or a happy hat? A merry hat what? I say, a merry heart what? Like what? That's all. A merry heart. A lot of antidepressants are useless. A merry heart is better than Prozac. It's better than Zoloft. It's better than any of the antidepressants. A merry heart is, it says, do it good. It's like medicine. A merry heart is the best antidepressant. Your blood pressure is going up because you're always stressed. You don't need blood pressure pills. You need a happy heart. Amen. A merry heart is like medicine. The reason why you have pimples all over your face because you're always stressed. Relax and the pimples will go. You don't need pimples medication. It's like a merry heart doing good like medicine. It's like medicine. Your ulcer, you have a lot of stress. The reason why you have ulcer, stomach ulcer, is because you are stressed. Hey, preaching. Over. Preaching. You don't need ulcer medications. You don't need melox, malantan, none of that thing. Take away this, relax. Go a merry heart, do it good like medicine. A lot of sicknesses are related to stress. Yeah. I can start from the head. Hair loss, alopecia. You're, you're losing your hair because you are stressed. Oh, it's true. Do you know, do you know that? My cosmetologist. Am I saying the truth? I had to say, we tell them. No, when you're stressed, you really do lose your hair. Woman, pull your hair and see where that's coming off. <laughs> yes, you don't need a wig. You don't need a wig. You don't need a wig. You need a happy heart. A happy heart to make the hair grow. <laughs> I prison. I say you don't need a wig. Get a happy heart, and your hair will grow again. <laughs> Let me preach. A merry heart. Almost every organ 
system in the body is affected by stress. That's why the Bible says it's good medicine. If the sister is wearing it, we say, look, a merry hat. <laughs> a merry hat is what you need. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Yes. Stop being depressed. You see, let me tell you something. A merry heart. A merry heart. It's, it's better than any medicine. Because every, from the head to the merry heart. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Yes. Begin to count your blessing. I say, begin to count your blessing. Amen. In fact, there's a verse that I love. I'm closing. Okay. Psalm 45, verse 1. Okay. Psalm 45, verse 1. My heart. This is Psalm 45. This, 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 this should be your attitude. My heart is indicting a good matter. My heart is indicting a good matter. Give me the New Living Translation. New Living Translation, what does it say? My heart overflows with what? My heart what? With what? My heart with beautiful thought. That is the heart you need. Whatsoever things are pure. So instead of always worrying about things that are not working, why don't you begin to think about things that are working? That will shift your mind. Instead of, look, instead of complaining about what you don't have, why don't you begin to see what you have? Count your blessings. I said count your blessings. I said count your blessings. And you see what the Lord have done. So instead of always focusing on what you don't have, why don't you begin to thank God for what you have? My heart is always overflowing with beautiful thought. Talk about, talk about how God has been to you. How you are healthy. Yes, you don't have a job, but you are healthy. Your children are healthy. Some of you, some of you ladies, all you need to do is to begin to look at your clothes and you'll be happy. I mean, if you go into your closet now and begin to count the clothes, count your blessing, name them one by one. I mean, burgundy tissue, you have it. Purple, you have it. Yellow, you have it. Orange, you have it. White, you have it. Hey, count your blessing. Name them one by one. <laughs> you will see that all the depression will go. Meditate on it. I mean, weak. Brazilian. Jamaican. African. Chinese. Antilles. It's all there. It's all there. In fact, in fact, a, fr- a friend of mine, a friend of mine, a friend of mine called me and said, look, a friend of mine, it's a true story, called me and said, look, when he goes to his bedroom, he doesn't know whether he's living in a shrine or not. <laughs> Called me, say, look, now that's why he goes to his bedroom. He's not sure whether he has entered a shrine or what. Because the wife has all the weight standing on. <laughs> you know, the, 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 the mannequin on the, 
He said, hey, when I say, say, nurse, when I go to my bedroom, I don't know whether I'm in a shrine or because almost every day, a lot of heads. <laughs> and it's, <laughs> he said, am I living in a shrine? <laughs> yeah. He says, my heart overflows with beautiful thoughts. Let me tell you something. Count your blessings. Amen. You don't have a job. You have a child. You are, you are healthy. You are awake. You are stable. Count your blessings. There are many things that God has done for you. Begin to, whatsoever things are pure. Whatsoever things are lovely. Whatsoever things are lovely. Think on these things. Let your heart indict in a good matter. Begin to let your heart overflow with beautiful thoughts. Stand up to your feet. Hallelujah. Yeah. My heart is indicting in a good matter. Count your blessing. Hallelujah. Listen to me. God has been good to you. I said God has been good to you. I said God has been good to you. Yes, you don't have this, but you have that. My heart. Say I'm blessed. Say I'm healthy. Say I am a child of God. Child of God. Say, I have a good marriage. I have a good marriage. I have good children. I have good children. I have good different school. I have good grades. I'm in a good church. I'm in a good church. I have a good pastor. My heart is indicted on beautiful things. Speak on this, speak about it. Say, I will not die from cancer. I will not die in an accident. Say, I go on vacation every summer. I go on vacation every summer. Yes. I said, say good things about yourself. I said, say good things about yourself. Say, I have a good wife. Say, I have a good wife. Say, I'm going on honeymoon with my wife in Jamaica. <laughs> say, me and my wife, we are scuba diving in Aruba. <laughs> You see, you see, look, listen, shh. This is spiritual. You see, as you begin to think about beautiful things in your bed, you even wake up with more energy. Instead of tossing and turning in your bed, always worry, be anxious for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. So instead of getting worried about where you are going, let your heart begin to overflow with good thoughts. Amen. Say, I have a house with a swimming pool. Even if you don't have it, now say it. Say, I have a house with a swimming pool. Say, I am debt free. Say, I am debt free. Say, I own no man. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. My heart is overflowing. My heart overflows with beautiful. You see, my heart overflows with beautiful thoughts. Say, I'm the best student in my class. Say, the principal has called me to his office and has given me the plaque of best student.
you can receive for your children. My heart overflows. I see, are you hearing the spiritual things? My heart overflows. But you see, that is, you see, when you have a heart that overflows, that is why you go to work and everybody looks so sad and you are happy. And the way, the way they don't know is that you have a different heart. You have a different heart. Your heart always overflows on beautiful things. A different heart. Yes, sir. My heart overflows. Yes. With beautiful thoughts. My heart overflows with beautiful thoughts. You see, let me tell you something. Some of you, you take life too serious. Relax. You take things too serious. You take life too serious. That is everything you are calculating, you are stressed. Tell your neighbor, relax. Relax. Take it easy. Take too serious. You are too serious about life. Listen to me. You need to take a step back. Touch of what you eat tomorrow. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. There's enough trouble in the day. Why are you thinking about tomorrow? Relax. I'm preaching. I said, I'm preaching. Some husbands here, you need to close your, your, your eyes to the back account and say, We are going on vacation. Your wife deserves a vacation. Your wife deserves a vacation. Amen. I said, Your wife deserves a vacation. Amen. Amen. Oh, a vacation. Your wife deserves a vacation. Every day you are working, you are calculating. Your wife deserves a vacation. Amen. 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 <laughs> are you hearing me? I said, Are you hearing me? Hey, do you deserve a vacation? You said on our next week, we are going, we are going to Dubai, Dubai, Arabia, we are, we are going on a vacation. Ah! Your wife deserves a vacation. I'm telling you now. You want on vacation was your honeymoon. After your honeymoon, no vacation. My heart overflows with beautiful thoughts. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. Let's pray. Kilama Sondoria Baba. Thank you, Lama Sondoria Baba. Mashandalia Baba. Yandalia Mama Mama. Ekandalia Mama Mama. My heart overflows. I drive away the spirit of depression. I drive away the spirit of depression. The spirit of anxiety will drive it away. The spirit of suicide will drive it away. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Break it in the The joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord is our strength. My heart, our heart overflows with a beautiful thought. Our heart overflows with a beautiful thought. Our heart overflows with a beautiful thought. We are a happy people. 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 Our heart overflows with beautiful thoughts. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. 
Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, thank you. Thank you, Spirit of God. Mm, mm. You will not be depressed. You will not be stressed. We drive away that evil spirit. Holy Spirit, Kalima Sundoria Baba, Jindeli Mama 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 and I present your people before you. Take away the spirit of heaviness and let there be a garment of praise. May your people step out at, at the dawn of the day like goats gambling from the store. Let there be a leap in their step. Take away the feeble weak. Take away the hands that are dropping and the knees that are feeble. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for an, an encouraging heart, a heart that meditates on beautiful thoughts. You will laugh again. You will laugh again. Amen. You will sing again. Amen. You will dance again. Amen. I say you will laugh again. Amen. You will sing again. Amen. You will dance again. Amen. You will wake up in the morning with springs in your steps. Amen. For the future is bright. Amen. You see clearly again. I say you will see clearly again. I say you will see clearly again. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. I say, Weeping may endure, but for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. The night is over. The night is over. The night is over. The night is over. It's time for joy. Thank you. Finally, with every eye closed. And every head bow. You are here, you are not born again. The Bible says, What shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? What shall it profit a man if you gain the whole world and loses your soul? This afternoon, with every eye closed and every head bow, I'm talking about the fountain of joy, Jesus Christ. He is the source of joy, He is the fountain of joy. If you don't have Jesus, you don't have peace. If you don't have Jesus, you don't have joy. So if you are not born again, and to be born again means you must believe in your heart 
and you must confess with your mouth in public in public not in your bedroom in public if you do that you are saved so if you have not done that please lift up your hand and I'll pray for you why is it important to be born again so you go to so that you go to heaven when you die come on to Jesus I'm waiting anybody want to give your life to Jesus Christ is calling you. Let him have his way. Let him have True happiness his comes with salvation. Make sure you are born again. You are saved. Come on Father, we thank you for this opportunity. Bless your church. Let nobody live here without being saved. In Jesus' name. Amen. We hope you've been blessed. Feel free to join any of our services. Contact us at qfcannouncements at gmail.com. That's qfcannouncements at gmail.com.